Jesus. I might have to shit. <laughs> At some point. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> Raised in the South, I come up from nothing, I figured it out They say when I sing, I'm the voice of the South Get thanks to the Lord, cause I'm making it out I can't believe I'm living I, uh, my dream I got that Early banner too flights, the skies, oh, yeah. I, filled up with these I have not been over to your dad's house Oh yeah, my dad told me to grab that Don't let me forget that <laughs> Try your best I'm being precise with the notes I'm picking My lead is true, so no duck, I'm missing Full choke, so I'm good at a distance I should have retake, I should have, I should have retake, I should have retake, I should have, I should have retake, brush up the blind, ain't wasting no time, yeah, we gotta grind, hit in the trees and break a few digs and pass to me, ain't no Beyonce but these ducks information. What's going on guys, welcome back to the Midwest Hines Hunt Podcast, I'm your host, Braden Tolls, to my left, Drew Berger, what's going on? Not a lot, what is it? Early Saturday morning. I mean, early, I guess, 8.30. Not really. Not really early, but, you know, it's still morning. Drinking that's, some that, coffee. That's early to some people. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? You struggling? Need me to bring your mic up? No, we're good. So what's up? Just came back to hang out for the weekend, really. When did you get in last night? Oh, about 9, 9.15. That's not, not too bad. No. Not bad at all. I, got to, I left at a decent time, so. Yeah. Didn't take long. I've been driving the uh, the route that you took out to my place. You like it? Yeah, I like that drive a lot better it's, than yeah. hopping on the interstate. Well, also, what's what's the thing you got to pay for? The, when, the tolls? Yeah. But what's it called, though? Like, it's a toll, yeah, but what... Um, like the K-Tag? Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Is, like, what's the speed limit on those roads? Is it like 80 or 85? Uh, the speed limit's 75 when you get on the interstate, but you, I mean, you can drive 80. 80. But mm. This other way, it's 65 the whole way, but it seems like you get here faster. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I, and I even got passed a few times too. Yeah, you drive slow. <laughs> Dude, whatever. And you know what? I actually have a little hot take on that. Zero regard for the speed limit out there. <laughs> Absolutely none. <laughs> Most people, yeah. Dude, I, w- I don't understand. I'm doing the speed limit, and I'm getting passed and flipped off and just getting told to get fucked. <laughs> Honestly. And I'm like, 65? 65. Like, it's good. And then I'd like feel like people are getting mad at me, so I'd bump it up a couple notches. You're like, 67. <laughs> and yeah. still, they weren't happy with people that. People are blowing your doors off. Dude. And, like, looking at me and shit, I'm like, well, you know what? You should have left earlier. I don't know what to tell you. You got fucking semis passing you and shit. <laughs> well, and then we're leaving the one, the spot, and uh, y- you want to pass the semi, like, a half mile <laughs> from town. <laughs> I'm like, he was driving slow. Oh, no, he was not. He was going to the speed limit. <laughs> hey, you kept up on that, on those dirt roads for the most part. <laughs> I'm like, dude, can I see like the the brake like the brake light glow? <laughs> if as long as I can see a little bit of like red dust up in the air, I'm good. Uh, oh, that was fun though. Actually, we never really talked about that. No, we didn't. Well, we can or, 
little unsuccessful weekend of turkey hunting. Yeah, it was. We don't have to go too into it, but yeah, hunted Friday evening, all day Saturday, and that was really it. Yeah. That's all the time we had. Yeah, just a weekend trip. Uh, covered a lot of ground on Saturday, but never yeah. turned up any toms, just a bunch of hens and something with a beard. Don't know if it was a Jake or a hen, but... It was a fun weekend. I mean, it was. It was good to get out and. Uh, it was. It was fun. It, it was late in the season, so I didn't have super high hopes on, you know, public ground right. out there. It'd been hunted pretty hard, so nothing was but. pissing me off more though than just looking at solo hens. Yeah, all day, solo all hens. day, <laughs> all goddamn day. Like, oh, there's a turkey way a mile over there. What is it? Get a little closer. Oh, it's another fucking hen. <laughs> well, and then I guess we could talk about the one play we had. So, I don't know. We we ended up pretty much doing like this huge loop, right? And mm-hmm. we we came back down, you know, across the river, the creek. Was it a river or a creek? Is that the same thing? I guess it's a creek, but it's it was a big a, creek. It was a fairly large creek it is a big creek mm-hmm. whatever we go up the bank and i don't know how far out would you say they were those that those what was it four or five that group of four or five yeah we hit we hit that field edge because we were heading back working back to the truck hit that field edge and we saw them probably 200 yards away yeah two 250 like and so we got back down in the river because it was it was shallow enough you could you could walk down there in parts and hop from sandbar to sandbar i'd say average water height was what shin to probably shin was average don't get me wrong there was a spots where it kind of hit our knees a couple times but at a certain point like i still remember in the beginning how we were trying to figure out how to cross without without getting wet yeah without getting (laughs) just you know feet soaked and Looking back, it was the dumbest thing ever because at the end of the hunt, we are trucking through water up to our knees. Yeah. We just we spent 20 minutes trying to figure <laughs> out a route to get across like pick without up, getting wet. Pick up this dead log. Nope. That ain't thing ain't fucking moving. And, and then you just said, fuck it and walked across and yeah, I got we t- had soaked boots by the by I got the tired of it. Well, your boots I got wet before mine. Like yeah. I said, fuck it and ran. Like got across there, like under underwater, but came up and I'm like, hey, that wasn't bad. And you're like, dude, my feet are fucking soaked. <laughs> and I did not really understand the true meaning of that until like until later on when I was dude just fucking <laughs> waterlogged. I'm like, yeah. Drew, I know how you feel now, man. He's like, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, those boots I was wearing. I like them because they're super lightweight mm-hmm. and comfortable to wear, but they're, they were supposed to be waterproof, yeah. but they've never been waterproof and they, they leak water bad. Yeah. Mine, mine are doing good. Actually, I'm wearing mine now. I, I wear these things everywhere. I really do. I really like them. They're comfortable. I almost thought about wearing those ones behind you, but I'm like, mm, just in case I was thinking about if we do have to cross some yeah. water. And just for walking, those would have been fine, but for the water, they would have, you would have got wet quick. I mean, I guess we ended up getting, it, all we were doing was delaying the inevitable. Like, we weren't going to get wet. We just tried to stay dry as long as possible. Yeah. But but anyways, yeah, we, back we dropped that. back down into the river creek. And because uh, it had 
in some spots, you know, it had like a 10 foot bank on it. You could get down there yeah. and uh, stay hidden. So for guys listening to this, so we just come up into the hedgerow. We pop out of the tree line and we look what, what, which way was that? That was east? Yeah, it was kind of back to the northeast. Yeah, and so hedgerows to our left and these birds are 200, 250 yards out. We spot them. So our first thought is we're going to jump back into the hedgerow, tree line, whatever, go back down the creek, and then run it towards them. So birds are up high. We just got down low. We're making our way towards them, but we're in the creek. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And so we we go down a little ways to where we think we're pretty close to them, pop back up, and there's those trees are probably, what would you say, 30 yards wide from the creek out to the field edge. Yeah, it it you're like you're talking about like how deep deep the hedgerow mm-hmm. was. Yeah. yeah, it was probably a good twenty yards or so. Uh, yeah, twenty twenty five yards yards. I'd say. I mean, I mean, for me, my fence here, it was at least that. I bet. Yeah, for sure. And so we we got up into the trees and worked through there as quietly as we could. Um, popped out to the edge or got close to the edge, and we could see we were still. 70, 80 yards from them, maybe. Yeah, because, okay, so we pop, we dropped down, we went up. We popped back up, mm-hmm. and we did that a couple times before, yeah. you know. The, I, the first time we popped up, and we were still pretty far from them. Probably, what, so 100 we, yards at least? Yeah, got back down yeah. and got closer to them, and uh, I think that's when we popped up, and we were right on top of them. Dude. But we didn't know it. What, what, like, uh, going back, like, thinking about it, what, what distance would you have want to been from them? Like, ideally, if you could have slipped up in there, what would have been your ideal distance? It would have been nice to be at least 20 yards, you know, offset from them. Yeah. Um, 20, 30 yards offset from them. So you could work to the edge of the trees mm-hmm. and be, offset so they're not going to be right on top of you and you you're still only going to have a 20 or 30 yard shot that was my thing too i'm like man i mean my distance i was thinking i'm like 30 40 yards is what Mm -hmm. i'd be pretty good with because like yeah at a certain point on a turkey a long shot can't be hard because it's not like they're just standing there sometimes they are but a lot of the times they're moving back and forth Mm -hmm. like it's it's kind you can't really get a turkey to stop is what i'm saying but when they were in that field it's not like they were moving around a whole lot you know they're scratching the dirt and just kind of hanging out yeah for sure a 40 yard shot would have been doable definitely well like back when i I talked about on a late like an episode we already did but like Colton and I, we had a bird at probably, it was like at least 60. And I'm saying probably closer to 70 or 80. Mm-hmm. And dude, this bird was like on Adderall. He was like going back and forth, doing this thing. And like, he was never going to stop. And Colton's like, shoot him. I'm like, dude, there's no fucking way. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, we're behind his fan, and he's like, dude, take that shot. I'm like, there's no fucking way. I'm like, that bird's not going to stop. It's moving too much. Yeah, way too much. But no, I think 30, 40 yards would have been good and given us time to get into a good spot because it mm. was kind of noisy in that hedgerow if you weren't watching yourself. And the wind, right when we get in that hedgerow, <laughs> that fucking wind just, yeah, it quit. It, it. died. 
And None. so you could hear any fucking leaves crunching. Um, and so we would try and move when the wind did blow a little bit. Um, but we fucking popped up right on top of them. Dude. And it was just thick enough to where you couldn't see them until you got closer to that edge. Right. And you, you were in front of me because we also had this discussion. We're like, you're shooting first. You're like, fuck no, you. You're shooting. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I will fucking cut my bowstrings. <laughs> I'm not shooting. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I was I was not going to let myself shoot before you. I'm just putting that out there. And so you talked me into it. And so I was in front and we were working up there and we got 15 yards from the edge of the trees and they, I, I they were on anything. top of us. Yeah. I was, I was literally looking at your ass is all I was doing. And I didn't see anything until they, what do you call that? They flew out of there. Yeah. They, we got 15 yards from them and there was one right on the edge and you know, I didn't know they were right there. And so they, they saw us before we saw them mm-hmm. and they, they spooked a little ways and, some of them flew quite a ways away, but one of them stayed. It only went about 70 yards, I'd yeah. say. So we hopped back down in the creek, go back over there, and by that time, it was it was gone, and, and they were all out of there. Yeah, it was a bit of a shit show. But, but, and I saw one little beard. I don't know if it was a beard or ten or a Jake. Uh, we never really got a good look at them, but we knew there were no Toms in it, so... Right. And, it is what it is. And the rule is has to have a beard. Yeah. Has to have a beard. Yep. Yeah. And so at that point, probably would have shot anything with a beard. Didn't really matter. I mean, like like you said though, like public ground, late season, and we did what, twelve miles that day? Yeah. Like that's a strip. We covered some distance. Dude. Especially like for turkeys. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I was the guy who said, like, fuck turkeys. Just, I used to, you know what I mean? I used to be that guy. And I hated the ticks. I hated everything about it. And then here I am, 12 <laughs> miles in a day. Driving four hours yeah, out there to, man, like, to walk 12 yeah, miles it, to shoot it, a turkey. And honestly, it was so much fun. And I, I have to apologize and take back everything bad I've ever said <laughs> about turkeys. It's fun. They're fun to hunt. It's yeah. some. It gives you something to do in the spring, and I to think, where you can get your bow out. I and think that's what it was. Shoot something. I think that's what it was too. I'm like, man, like I'm itching. I want to shoot something. Yeah, I think I think I enjoy more just giving me time to do something before, you know, bigger hunts come up. But yeah. dude, so much fun. It was still a good weekend. Uh, okay. So now, it's July. Do you have a good fourth? Yep. Yeah, it was a good time. Okay, good. Yeah, what about you? Yeah, it wasn't bad. I was asleep, I think, before 9.30, but yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it's kind of hard to do anything. We got to wake up at 2.15. Did you have any days off? Yeah, so you know how we usually have Mondays off? Mm-hmm. We had to work Monday to get Tuesday, to get Tuesday off. Tuesday so off. yeah, instead of having Monday off, instead of being Saturday, Sunday, Monday, it was Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday. Yeah. Which, it was fine. I mean, I didn't plan on doing much. We did last weekend, though. Go to Lexi's, I think cousins up in BFE. They do, yeah. they do a show. They did, they did a good job with that and had some food up there. Yeah, yeah. But, I just had Tuesday off. Yeah, um, hung out with Marissa's family. She mm-hmm. she only had Tuesday off a of clinic, so she stayed down there 
and I just <laughs> hung out with her family, and and that was about it. Yeah, yeah. it was a good time. Yeah, hang on real quick. Fucking cat. How's the coffee? It's good. What kind is it? Folgers. Yeah, I uh, I haven't made. I uh, I got enough expensive hobbies right now, and I pay for enough expensive shit to buy the expensive coffee. <laughs> I just still buy the big thing of Folgers, and I think yeah. they got a deal like it's buy one get one half off. I think so. Lexi's like always buying two. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, I don't care. I like it. Yeah. It ain't no fucking Maxwell House though. You know that. Well, I'm wearing a Black Rifle coffee shirt right now. So. Yeah. I've never tried it. Is it good? It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I do their subscription to where. What's, what's every month? Uh, they'll it just ships you ships, whatever you want to your house. Ships you what? Coffee. <laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever kind you want. What do you mean? Oh, they got like different. They got different blends and blends. Shit, I got. What, you. They got a whole bunch that you can you can choose whatever you want and how often it gets what's sent it cost? to you. It's like twelve bucks. That's it. Mm-hmm. Just whatever the coffee costs. It's free shipping. I mean. Mm, I have to look into it's it. It's not then. a bad deal. No. I mean, it ain't no Folgers, but whatever. <laughs> okay. So like I was saying, July now. Turkey seasons, I believe, are all wrapped up with who. I mean, maybe there's a state that has some super late turkey hunting. Maybe. But bear seasons are wrapped up. Now it is elk. Yeah, getting getting ready. Summer prep. Yep, definitely. And I know, I think some seasons even drop in like August, or there's hunts in August, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, antelope seasons will open up, depending on the state, you know, middle of August, beginning of August. Yep. But, I don't know, I feel like for most of us, it's what, so we got like, what, two months before September. Yeah. It is closing quick. It's going by fast. Very so, okay, let's jump into this little update where you're at with your training for it. We can both do this. You can go first. I can go first, but I pretty much want to know what you've been doing in a week. Like, what are you mainly targeting? That type of thing. Yeah, so right now, um, I'm just big into, right now, just lifting pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, not as much cardio right now. Um, you know, some of the workouts I do is cardio based, um, CrossFit ish. Yeah. Kind of CrossFit ish style, not full on CrossFit. I think we just came up with the word there. CrossFit ish. CrossFit ish. Ish. You know, kind of more high intensity lifting workouts. Um, but a typical week I'll start out, like say just starting out on a Monday, Mm -hmm. I'll hit just a full leg day, you know, heavy squats, um, heavy lunges, you know, just, yeah, just full leg workout. Um, and then it really depends on the week. I switch it up sometimes to where I'll hit. Typically it's legs, all legs one day, and then I'll do a push workout, you know, chest and triceps and shoulders, and then a pull workout back. Um, I don't hit biceps as much lately. Um, I I can tell it's oh, fuck. It's taking effect. And then uh, I'll do another 
leg workout at the end of the week um, and then just, you know, start over with that split. Yep. Um, and so I, I do switch up what whether I hit chest first or back first. Usually it's legs and then I'll hit chest and shoulders and then deadlifts. I've been big into doing, you know, heavy deadlifts, so a my, lot of deadlifts. Mainly weight training. Yeah. Right now it's mainly weight training. Um, you know, I ride my bike uh, fairly often. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd run a little bit on the treadmill, but I haven't really started a lot of running yeah. yet. Yeah. No, that's good still. I mean, the sooner you start that running, the better it's going to be. Yeah. And buying a pack that helps too. Well, that would that would <laughs> definitely help to start doing some rucking. You know, yeah, it but is what it is. That'll well, happen today. Today, uh, today we're going to get one ordered. So you hear that? We're buying a pack for, today. For those of you um, listening, I do have a pack technically. You no, know, no, you technically don't. If anything, <laughs> if the right way to say that was was for you to have been like, I do have a pack, and I would have been like, technically you don't, because I did have a pack past tense no longer have <laughs> so i had had a mystery ranch metcalf that i used uh out in nice colorado pack. on nice that mule deer hunt nice pack and liked it um it's just a tad small for like a week-long hunt you know for sure that seven to ten day hunt you can make it work but it is it's fucking it, packed it'd be to tight the rim. it'd be tight um and so this year my dad who's going on that elk hunt with us he's going to use that and i'm I'm buying a new pack. Um, I don't know. I mean, you've been saying you're buying a new pack for, I think, six weeks now. But yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yep. Had to uh, had to move some money around, you know, make it work. Uh, but we're going to get one ordered. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm okay dying broke. As yeah. long as I did some cool shit along the way. As long as I have what I need uh, and the bank doesn't come take my house. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then we'll be okay. All right. All right. Back to the training thing. So... Mine's a lot like yours. I start out with, I do I like doing legs in the beginning of the week and then the end of the week. Mm-hmm. And then throughout, you know, the middle of the week, doing chest, shoulders, all that shit. But I am doing so much running and rucking compared to a couple years ago yeah whatever it was yeah and i don't know i'd probably say 10 to 15 miles a week yeah just and i don't know i'd say half mm, half are probably rock and half are probably run yeah i'll just do it either a two or three mile stretch and i don't know dude it just i feel like how do I say that? Okay. I feel like everyone has their own way of doing shit, right? And some guy may be more lean towards like, and not saying you are, I'm just saying other people. Like some people may not run. People may mm-hmm. just look at it as like they do weight training, you know, they do rucking. That's it. Maybe running's not in their, you know, plan. But then you got other guys who may just run. You know what I mean? They may not focus on like the muscle part. For me, I feel like, I don't know. It's kind of like that, like the whole like Cameron Haynes, like motto, like lift, run, shoot. Mm-hmm. You want a good balance of yeah, everything. Yeah, I'm doing a balance of it all between lifting weights, between running, between rucking, you know, with the weight on your freaking pack. And, and that's 
a workout in itself, you know, mm-hmm. but, and then just running and then shooting your bow. Yeah. I feel like I don't really have, I don't know, one stuck out more than the other. I'd definitely probably say out of all of them lifting just because it's an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. Like some days I'm rocking, some days I'm running, you know what I mean? I'm not doing both in one day. Yeah. But I don't know. That's my little plan, really. It's so just do you think you're like cardio wise, would you say you're in better shape than you were two years ago? Dude, that is such a hard question because we've talked about this before too. We're like what, twenty five years old, twenty six? 24. I don't know. I don't, I don't I'll even, be 25 I don't, this year. I don't even know how old I am. I think I'm 24. <laughs> I'm 25. Dude, I swear, like, every year you're just like, oh, fuck. Like, it some, gets harder dude, and harder. Something hurts more than other years. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, overall, I feel better. Yeah. I feel like I'm just in general because we've always, like, I don't know. We started lifting. I started lifting at least when I got out of high school. That's kind of when I figured out what it was and what I like, and I liked it. But pretty much since high school, the running, you know, cardio was never that big of a thing. Well, so like us playing sports, and I mean, we both played soccer, and yeah. so the cardio shape we were in in high school, yeah, I don't think we'll ever be in that good a shape ever again. That's a good way to say it. We will never achieve that level again. No. At least I don't think. Maybe. Because we played, you know, multiple sports a year, and we were always... Always. Always doing something. Didn't always have running. jobs. Didn't have jobs. <laughs> yeah. Like... Yeah. And so... And you don't have, you know, a coach that's there that you're going to practice every day, and he's making you run yeah. two miles before practice, whatever it is. For sure. Um, And so it... We definitely... That's the thing that I've found to be the hardest is the cardio is staying in cardio shape uh, for all sure. year round. For sure. Now I am definitely stronger than I was oh, two yeah. years ago. Hundred percent. I put on thirty pounds since high school. I've put fuck. Think about me when I lost all that weight with the hospital stuff. Yeah, you. I've put on seventy pounds. Yeah, you were. You got pretty skinny back then. Yeah. You, there was some medical There was some issues. health issues yeah, going on. Yeah, there was some on. shit going on. Yeah. But, no, that's a good way to say it. I don't know. And maybe we, it's just, you probably could get back in that cardio shape if you yeah. wanted to. And if you cut out lifting as a whole, because you you may have, I don't, I don't remember. I wasn't lifting in high school. I was because, well, you know, I was in a... Weights classes. Didn't even, I didn't even take like, weights classes. Oh, in really? No. Uh, okay. The one I never had the morning weights. I guess. Yeah. Did you? I guess that was um, a football thing. It was more of a football thing. Um, I don't remember. I want to say my senior year, mm. I I was in you know morning weights. Um, but then you know there was other when uh, book came there and he had that other other class where he had kind of a weightlifting class as well. Yeah, okay, I was um, in that class. Fuck that guy, by the <laughs> way, dude. I can't stand that fucking dude. I played basketball all my life, and that fucker made me want to just be done with it, and I did quit. Yeah, so I I was in a couple weight classes in high school, uh, but I didn't... I wouldn't... I didn't know enough about it 
then to yeah. really be serious about it. You know, I wasn't eating, you know, everything I needed to, wasn't drinking protein shakes, wasn't doing anything besides going to weights class. Yeah, for sure. And I agree with that. Like now, like, you know what I mean? Like we're doing, like, like you're saying with the protein, with the lifting, I just, I don't know, didn't figure that out till after uh, high school. Yeah. So, yes, I feel stronger. If I ever get back in that cardio shape, yeah, you could probably drop lifting as a whole and just get super cardio and then bear, do a, just a little bit of lifting. But I don't know if I want to. I don't, I don't think I want to do that. I like the balance, you know. I like, yeah. I like having the weight, the muscle, and I like having the cardio. So it's one of these. Yeah. I don't want it to be this. I don't want to be a what you trying to turn into a 190 pound meat block on the side <laughs> of a mountain. No, thanks. But, but I also don't want to just be in super good cardio shape and then get killed when it comes to packing out weight for sure. Yeah. And yeah, there's gotta be a balance and I've never been a huge runner anyways. Like I ran in high school, you know, cause we played soccer and I played baseball and a, Basketball. You ran years. because you had to. You you ran because you had to. You ran because they made you. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have. You yeah. were gonna get cut, or you weren't gonna play if you didn't run. Yeah, I ran because I needed to be in good enough shape to to play the whole game. You exactly. Know? And so, since high school, I've never I've gone through phases to where I'll get back into running, um, but I've never been super consistent with the running. Mm-hmm. You know, I go through phases, so it. It is what it is. I try to run as much as I can, but yeah. I've just never been a huge runner. Yeah. So, but I mean, I also go to, I do jujitsu two, three days a week. That's cardio. And that's a hell of a cardio workout. Oh, it's for a sure. full body workout and it's a hell of a cardio workout. Yep. So I get some cardio from that and then just yeah. workouts I do. So definitely. But no, I just, I think we're both kind of on the same page. You try to balance it as the best you can, and you just want to be in the best of shape. Because like I said, I'll say it again, the more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. If you don't do any training and you show up to a trailhead and you just think you're going to go out and smack a freaking elk, okay. You're going to get your ass kicked. Maybe. Maybe you do. Maybe you go shoot a big old six by six freaking 800 yards off the road. Maybe. But like to do it, I feel like consistently and have success and really like thrive, right? Mm-hmm. Doing it, you got to put so much into it. You can't just half-ass it. And there's people that do, that, that don't, you know, physically prepare as much. And that's and they, a, and they go out and they just suck it up and, and get it done. And that's definitely a way to... And some people, that's what they do. Yeah. But I'd rather do the suffering now so it makes it just a little bit easier Definitely. when you're out there yeah it's like enjoy the suck almost right yeah. like i'd rather fucking do everything i can to try to get like your body to feel how it's gonna feel out there yeah just get, prepare you get for used it. to the pain you know yeah. um but I w- it's gonna suck no matter what you're at fucking ten thousand feet does not help coming from the midwest no it's gonna suck either way it's just how much is it gonna suck yeah Exactly. And like you can't, like you're saying, you cannot prepare for the elevation, but you can get your body 
feeling what's it going to feel like to have all that weight on your back you know what's it going to feel like wearing boots like i work out in my boots too like mm-hmm. what's it going to feel like wearing boots every day all day for the next 10 12 days however many days it is like anything you can do to condition your body to what you're potentially going to feel like even a fraction of it here and who knows after three days out there you might be hurting so fucking bad you might not be able to hunt as hard like the fourth day you might need to like you know what i mean take a little break yeah who knows sleep in one morning who knows you know recuperate just a little but doing everything we can to get ready for that shit yeah because at the end of the day we can sit here and go round and round and talk about it we're probably going to get our asses kicked for sure it's going to hurt. It's going to suck, but you got to enjoy the suck. And the goal is just to kill something. Yeah. You've got to be able, you've still got to be able to shoot your bow, exactly. make a good shot on an animal if you get the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And like, like I've said before, it's like, it's easy standing in the yard at 20, 30, 40, 50, hell, 60 yards and shoot a bow and hit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do it after hiking all day. Do yeah. it. Like, that's why I love shooting after a workout, too. Like, you're freaking shaky. Like, you're tired. Like, mm-hmm. it's not the easiest thing to get rep after rep after just running and sh- and lifting. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Because at the end of the day, you're right. You still have to shoot your bow. You've got to get it done. But, okay. We're in agreeing, agreeing with... Wait. <laughs> Jesus. We're in agreement with the training part of it. We're trying to balance it the best we can, try to be most prepared we possibly can be. And then I did want to, because I know you are changing something. What's your final bow setup, arrow setup? And you can run through it from the top to bottom with me. And I'll, I'll do the same too, because in the last episode that dropped, I gave a hint that I bought a new bow. Yeah, and you still haven't talked about it yet, uh-huh. have you? No, I'm doing it here today okay. with you. Sweet. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Cool. Hey, thanks for being on, by the way. Oh, thanks for having me. It, I kind of like doing it here in the morning. I, it's Dude, morning podcasts are the shit because I feel like Friday night and Saturday night podcasts turn into drunk fests, and I'll mm-hmm. get a bunch of recorded episodes, and I'm like, God, I don't like that. Like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, we're having fun. Everyone's getting drunk, but I don't know. I like them when they're, when it's not drunk. A little more professional than slamming 10 bush lights (laughs) and just talking shit. And half a bottle of (laughs) bean. Yeah, exactly. But no, I mean, I I still don't know if I'd call this professional, but we're trying. But no. Okay. Go ahead and, uh, thank you. Go ahead and run through your bow top to bottom and then arrow. All right. Um, and honestly, do you want to go grab it? Yeah, we can pause. Okay. Yeah. Hell was that? Oh, that was you. Yes. Yeah, I'll take a top off too. Yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you, gay boy? You're good. Do I need to make another pot? No, I think I'm all right. Okay. Unless you want more. Mm, I don't know. To be determined. Fuck, my bad. All right. Okay. We're back. What are we at here? 53 30. Okay. So, where are we at here, Bose? Setups from top to bottom. 
So I'm still out. shooting the uh, Matthews Verdicts. What I haven't year, upgraded yet. What year was that, Bo? I want to say 2019. 2018 or 2019. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was 2018. I yeah. think it was one of those two years. Um, so, yeah, I got it when it came out brand new. Um, and I've had it ever since. Um, I'd like to upgrade, uh, but... Dude, a lot of people really like have that a boat. reason to yet. So, for the time being, I'm still going to shoot it. Um, you know, got the Matthews quiver on it. Um, I'm shooting. I've got a CBE side on it, single pin slider. Um, is is that what our sights are? They're single pin sliders. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know. Yep. Um, and it's the. the Last year was the first year I've ever shot a single pin. I didn't kill anything, but the first year I've ever had a single pin. Before that, it was all, you know, fixed pins. Let's Uh, talk about that for a minute, dude, because it is, in my opinion, a game changer. Do you know how much cleaner your just sight house is? Oh, yeah. Just shooting your bow, just that (laughs) aspect of it, it it makes it, for me, so much easier having one single pin not like when you when you get shooting further distances with say like a five pin um some of those pins can start to get a little blurry blurry altogether you know um yep it just cleans everything up dude and i'm the same way and like before that i was shooting a seven pin sight that's a lot of pins and okay i don't have contacts i don't wear glasses my eyes aren't perfect but they're pretty good. And I started having a problem where shit was getting blurry. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I'd be honest, I think I probably still do a little bit. Like looking from my pin to target. Like sometimes. It's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know shit about eyes. <laughs> it kind of starbursts a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, really. And honestly, could I probably benefit from like, I don't know, LASIK? I don't even know how that works or how who qualifies. Ask Marissa. I don't know. Is she, oh, yeah. She knows about that. But uh, I don't know. They're not perfect. and But just switching from that clustered sight house to a single pin changed so much for me. Mm-hmm. Just seeing through your peep to sight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like seeing the target or the animal, whatever it is. Like it just, and it's one pin you got to worry about. Yeah, sure. There's a argument to be had about how, well, it's good to have this pin set, this, that. So it's on the fly go. Mm -hmm. There, maybe there is something to be said about that, but I don't know if I'll ever change just how clean my picture is. Yeah. What What are your thoughts? Um, and, you know, time will tell about the whole, you know, having to adjust it on the fly, you know. But I think, like, in the moment, it makes things, it'll make things easier because you don't have five pins that you got to be like, okay, I got to count, you know, one, two, three pins down. That's the pin I need to use. Mm-hmm. It gives, it, you don't, you won't mess anything up using the wrong pin yep. as long as you've got your yardage right and yep. you you adjust it and then you don't have to worry about anything. You know, you've got one pin. Yep. Well, and that's the thing too, like in those situations where it gets hectic and it feels like it's going like a thousand miles a minute in your head, like what to do, what's going on. 
And yeah, it would be very easily to shoot a 40 pin versus a 30 pin. I've done it before. I I don't know if I I can say I've done it before because like the very first deer I missed, dude, he was that dude. I don't know if you remember it. Probably that giant. Yeah. Giant. And I had guys who knew a hell of a lot more, who probably still do know a hell of a lot more about deer hunting than I do. They're like, dude, 170s. And this is back when I had no idea what a 170s was. What the fuck that even meant. And I think I just ranged it wrong because I told you that. Like my issue with that was I was ranging too many things, trying to remember yardages, and I just pulled the wrong pin. But it would be very easy to do that. And can't say I've done it, but I can mm-hmm. see super easy. I've done it on a, uh, it was on a doe um, one year. Well, it at was least at, it wasn't a fucking 170. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was the 20 and 30 yard pin. I don't remember if it was, I want to say it was at 30 yards and I used my 20 yard pin. Hit the top pin. Or vice versa, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, it, it was at, it was at 30 yards and I used my 20 yard pin because I, I shot under it. Yep. I just, yeah. I don't know. Like, but, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so th- this way it doesn't, I mean, it just cleans everything up. Uh, and I like, you can shoot farther distances um, a little bit easier, I think, I th- versus having, you know, five or seven pins, whatever you so. got. Um, so, yeah, and then I've got, you know, the QAD ultra rest on it, drop away. I got. I told you that what happened to mine, didn't I? My I think so. cable stretched. Mm-hmm. I was at full draw, and it wasn't dropping. So I'm in the yard shooting from from my patio to where those targets are now. It's 32 yards. Mm-hmm. I'm shooting, and dude, this bow is quiet, right? And like I'm used to how quiet it is on your new one. Yeah, super quiet bow. Shooting, and something just goes whack, like out of the bow, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Was that arrow still hit the target, believe it or not, from 32 yards? It was about a foot high. Mm-hmm. But it hit the target. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm looking at my bow. I'm starting to like knock on it. I'm like, I am going through WTF mode. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Go and pull all arrows. Come back. Shot two arrows. I'm like, okay, that sounded all right. Like, it's good. Next one. Whack. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Come to find out that cord stretch and that release wasn't dropping. So I like ran it up to JP real quick. And because I called him like, dude, we got a problem. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. Fix this shit. (laughs) Sure enough. I like told him what happened. And he's like, oh, and he's looking at it. And he could tell because, you know, the uh, felt piece on your little on your prong. yeah. Yeah was like cut through from the arrow fletchings. Yeah. Like that's how he could tell what it was. So we fixed mm-hmm. it and we shot it and it was good to go. Like he, you know, made sure the tuna was still in, made sure everything was solid. Came back, shot, adjusted a few times just because we made some movements and I was good. It hasn't done it. I'm scared though. Like, I'm like, dude, this fucking thing better hold up between now and September. 
Well, with your luck with bows, it not very not good. Not good. But you know what? I'm not gonna lose all hope because there will there will be three other bows on that mountain with me <laughs> if all goes to complete shit and one of them will shoot for me. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. But keep going. QAD drop away. Um You were asking me about uh the grips the other day. I've uh took the engage grip off of it and I've got side plates on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like that, that feel better. You know, it, it makes that grip skinnier. Uh, it just fits my hand better. I can get a more consistent grip on it every I'm, time. I'm, uh, I, I think I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I keep cutting you off, but every time you go through something, like I'm trying to just do them both at the no, same time. You're good. Time. No, uh, I'm waiting for the side plates I want to come into stock and then I'm going to take that off just because looking into it and also like what like explain that to me explain it to the listeners what you're getting from shooting side plates versus an engage grip and what is it what what's an engage grip someone might not know what that is that if you if you don't shoot a matthews you probably don't know what that is yeah the engage grip is just the the standard grip that comes on all matthews nowadays i don't know when they came out with it i don't know if it was the triax or what it was that First came out with it, but they put the engage grip on all their bows now. And I might be a jackass for saying this. What what's what's the, what's the difference between it and like a grip off another bow? I can't tell. Is it just their? Yeah, it's just their style. Okay. You know? Okay. I didn't. Right. Um, but and some people love it, and some people don't love it. With mm-hmm. me, I wouldn't. I had a hard time getting a consistent grip with it. He's trying to hold my hand over here. Well. I mean, I just want to look. Yeah. I mean, not far I've off. Got, I've got, you know, I don't have very big hands, um, but I I just couldn't get a consistent grip with it every time. Sure. Um, and so I I had heard, I don't know who talked about them, the side plates. Um, but so I, I ordered those and tried them out. Um, and it, it just makes your grip a little more narrow, I think. Um and it's just kind of it just minimalizes the grip a little bit in torque, right? Like with torque and a bow, like if you can't get a good grip on it, you know what I mean? If I don't know how to explain, it. if, if you don't want you don't want any you know side pressure, you don't yeah. want to torque the bow. If you're not getting a proper hold on it, it's hard to shoot consistent. Definitely. Um, yeah, grip is a huge, huge deal with shooting consistently. Um, if you're not getting a consistent good grip on it every time, you're you're gonna have a hard time being consistent. And so with these side plates, it just it makes it narrow. It it just the grip fits in my hand a Definitely. little bit better, and I can get a a consistent grip on it every time. So I'm not you know putting any torque on it. Yeah, I uh I want to like I was saying, I want to do the same thing. I want to yeah. put some side plates on it just for that. And you can try it out today. I mean, we're we're gonna shoot bows after this, so you can for sure try it out. Um, and then, you know, I've got a, right now it's just one of the old B stinger stabilizers, the Hunter X or whatever the mm-hmm. hell it's called. Um, I've got a new one on the way cause I've got, uh, I've got the shrewd, uh, V bar on the back. And so I've got a, you know, an eight inch B stinger, uh, what the hell is that one called? The uh, who knows? I forget, but, uh, you got a 10 out front and an eight on the side. 
Yeah. Got, yeah. It's a good hunting setup. And so I've got uh, a new one to, to match the one on the back on the way, you know, and uh, with a uh, quick le- release deal for the front so I can pop both stabilizers off real quick if I need to and throw it on my pack or whatever. I, I told you, dude, all you got to do is buy a brand new bow and you don't even have to buy that quick release. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> have the money for that right now. Whatever. He's full of shit, guys. Don't let him fool you. And his wife's going to make like buku bucks too. So just wait. Give it time and Drew's going to be living the good life. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one of these days. Uh, But yeah, so that's that's about it for the bow. That's it for the bow, huh? Yeah. I've got, now you want me to talk about arrows? Uh, Yeah, do it. Let's run through it. So right now, the arrows that oh I've, I've one more got. thing one more thing one more thing uh draw and link I, I know we've said it before but i forget shit right now it's at 70 pounds and i've got a 27 and a half draw um i'm getting ready to bump it up to 75 short guys trying to make up for them tiny little draws they got yeah we got to do something you know makes me wonder it, it really does like you're getting more energy out of a 29 inch draw than a 27 and a half but if you bump the limbs up five pounds, it makes me wonder what. Uh, I don't know how big of a difference it'll be, like feet I, per second. That's what I, that's what I want to know. And I was gonna say that too. I don't I don't know how it is with this older bow, which isn't even very old. But have you tried not replacing these and just getting more out of it, like putting an extra twist in? Like, I don't know exactly, so you have to look into this shit, because I could be totally wrong. But I listened to the guy, he was talking about putting, like, another twist or something in, like, the cables, or you're mm-hmm. doing something, and you can get, because he, he he's shooting a 70-pound bow, and now he got his to 73. Yeah. I don't know exactly how you would do that, or what, like, I'd probably have to go and listen to it again, but when you were saying that you wanted 75-pound limbs, I was just like... Well, so with these Matthews, they've got the mods that you can change out that just changes your draw weight and draw it length. Go into that um, too, because they're different from a lot of bows. Well, nowadays, uh, more and more bows or companies are switching to just to mods. The mods instead of being able to take it to a shop. Hey, I want to change this draw to twenty-eight. I want to back it down to sixty-five. It's at seventy. Now, they're coming all in the cams within the mods. Yeah, so you can... The mods within the cam. You've still got your limb bolts that you can untighten. You can back it off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, they say the the best thing to do is tighten your limb bolts all the way down and then just work with your mods so you can... Like, these are 70-pound mods, and so I could back these limb bolts out, and it would go... You could drop it down a few pounds. What's the lowest you think it'd go? Mm, I think it's about ten pounds. Really? But I'm not. I'm not for sure. Hmm. Um. So I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm gonna go into the our local shop and have them. If they don't have them in stock, I'll just have them order. You know, seventy five pound mods yeah, and throw can, them on there. Can we buy a pack first? Yeah, we'll buy a pack today. Okay. Then, I'm just giving you shit here because. Earlier, you were bitching about your protein powder being too strawberry-ish, oh, and that you need to buy something else. I'm like, yeah, let's buy a pack first, maybe. 
Yeah, we're going to get that done right after okay. this. Okay. We'll do that before we shoot bows. All right. What time is it? Ah, not bad. We're good. We're good. All right. So, so yeah, 75 pound draw is what I'm going to switch to. No, why every, do you guys, everything's going to be the same. Why do you guys buy new limbs? Is that for other bows? Well, you can change limbs out to so, honestly, get a heavier draw weight. What's a 75 mod going to do? How's the 75 mod going to make this more draw weight? I don't okay, I don't know enough about it. I don't need... Now, my phone's ringing. Sorry. Who, who is calling it? Me? Let me see. My dad. Here. Oh, shit. You're not Bluetooth. Here, put him on the podcast. Hey, what are you doing? I'm over at Braden's. Doing a podcast. Hey, Rick, you're doing a podcast right now. Say what's up to everybody. Say that again. You're you're on a podcast now, so I need you to say what's up to everybody. What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, nothing. Don't forget that sign when you head home. All right, I won't. All right, you going to stop by before you take off the AC? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll come back by the house. All right. All right. All right. We'll see you in a little bit. You should have brought him. (laughs) Why the fuck didn't you bring him? He's got shit to do. He said he's got all sorts of shit to do today. Oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. Keep going. Where are we at? We were talking about. Yeah. You want to go to 75 pounds and we're going to leave it at that because I don't know enough. I don't know enough about how the the camp system. Do, and do the you mods. know what I'm saying though? Yeah. Is it this? Is it this? Well, this is the mod right here. No, I know that's the mod. But if these are seventy pound limbs, how do you get a seventy five pound draw out of it? It's all. It's just all in the cam system. Okay, moving on. I don't know enough about how they work. <laughs> all right, arrow setup. Um. The arrows that I've got right now, these are gold tip, kinetic pierce. Um, these are the ones I've shot the past th- three years now. Um, well, ever since I started making my own arrows. Um, yeah, so I guess three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've got tack veins on them. Uh, I've been doing just a three-fletch. They're like two and a quarter uh inches long mm-hmm. um and then i've got uh the schwacker um what are they number cuz they number their uh, broadheads it's like number well it's the levi morgan yeah, it's the levi special. morgan series uh 125 grains nice and that is is this your hunting setup or you're changing this these this has been my deer hunting setup are you going to still shoot this for deer? Are you just changing something for elk or are you changing everything? Because um, this question never gets answered with you because it, it does. It doesn't because like I can tell you right now, you ask me what I'm shooting for elk, what I'm shooting for deer. What am I shooting for next year? It's sitting right there on the corner. You on the other hand, well, I might shoot this vein, and then I'm probably going to do this, and then I'll probably switch these veins, and then probably switch this arrow. You know what I'm well, saying? Yeah, no, I do what know you, what you're what, saying. What are you changing for elk, and what are you going to shoot for deer? That's all okay. I want to know. So this this has been my setup for deer. It's mm-hmm. about 442 grains um, total. 
and I'd like to, I just want to get it a little bit heavier for elk. Um, and so I'm, I've been messing around with a four fletch. I've, well, I've got one right there that I did the other day this one just to mess around with. Um, not my best work, but it gets the job done better than me. Um, and so I'm going to, I'm add a little bit of weight in the front. I think I'm going to go with a four fletch. Um, I just want to get a little bit heavier of an arrow for elk. Now, I don't know if, like, you know, the whole, like, argument between three fletch and four fletch. I don't know that you're getting a big enough difference with four fletches versus three. Like, I don't know if someone's shooting that good to get to notice a difference, but, like, the whole thought of it makes sense. Like, there's more back here to help steer that broadhead, just give it a better flight. Well, the only reason I'm adding a fourth fletch is because I'm going to add weight to the front, and so I need I need that little bit more helps, steering yeah, in the back. Definitely. I'm just saying, I bet if you, once you add that weight up front and you shot a three versus a four, we're probably not good enough shots to actually understand the difference. But what I'm saying is I like the thought of the four fletch. Like, honestly, do I wish I was shooting a four fletch? Kind of. Just for that whole thought of helping that broadhead fly better. And what I might do is... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What I might do is once I add, um, I'm going to mess around with the weight in the front and see how much I want. Um, And I might mess around with Fletch 1 with 3 and see how it flies. See if I can get it to tune. Maybe I'm totally wrong. um, And then try a 4. Maybe I'm totally wrong, but I bet they'll be pretty close. It'll just yeah. be a personal preference. And it depends on how much weight I add in the front of, you know, sure. what'll, what'll make it work. So, and honestly, and so my new arrows I've got, um, they're Which, gold, they're gold tips. They're, but they're a step up. They're a different arrow. Just they're, they're step up of these. And you um, plan on shooting those for two and a half months from now? Yeah. You better, man. You better get on it. Don't you're, worry, I'm on it. You're going to stress me out. Nah, don't. Nah. Yeah, you are. You're going to stress me out. This is what I did before that uh, mule deer hunt yeah, we did. I was you also did it October 28th. Yeah, I got to still get some arrows built. Yeah, Brett's well, coming okay, up. Last year I was busy. It was a busy year. You but, uh, just don't, keep going. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm worried. But the the new arrows are the gold tip kinetic pierce platinums, uh, micro diameter arrow that same same weight or what's different? Um, you know what I mean. Like, is it same spine everything or same spine? It's the same uh, grains per inch. It's just a, I want to say the you know the straight straightness tolerance on them is a uh, a little bit better. So it's just a, a little bit better of a arrow. But right now, if it works out right now, I just plan on, I use, I'm going to use them for this elk hunt and then I'll probably just use them for deer season as well. Okay. So the arrows you brought me are a hundred percent, not the arrow you're shooting. No. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we did that. <laughs> These are Drew's old arrows if you wanted to know. Yeah. But uh, I did see you went with uh, pink fletchings. Yeah, I've got yellow ones on here right now. I'm just going to switch it up. More of a green than it. yellow, but yeah. It's like a yeah, lime green. Yeah. Lime yeah. yellow. 
I'd call it green, but but yeah. So I, I ordered some pink ones just Sweet. to that'll be cool. That'll change be cool. it up a little bit. And then, yeah, I mean, and the broadheads are uh, we did touch a mechanical. On that. It is a mechanical two blade broadhead. Yep. I do. I'm I'm gonna stick with these. I've I've shot. I do oh. like how they lock in like that. How like you got a set screw and like you mm-hmm. can practice with those and yeah, you not can, fuck you can them lock up. the blades down so yeah. you can shoot it into a target and it doesn't dull the blades. Um, so you know, can, I lock them down and I when I build an arrow, I lock down the broadhead and I'll tune tune that arrow with the broadhead. Sure. Because I mean. You can go all day, you know what I mean, between mechanicals and fixed broadheads, and everyone always talks about it. I'm just going to say, like, the old saying, there are multiple ways to skin a cat. Yep. If if you like fixed, great. If you like mechanical, great. Like, that's also the cool thing about it all. Like, there's not one right way to do it, and I don't know. Maybe if maybe a mechanical ends up does fucking you. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it was you. You know what I mean? Like, and honestly, mm-hmm. I don't think it matters if you make the shot. You know, I like. So I've shot. I don't know. How, I've shot. Uh, let's see. I think it's just one buck, and then maybe two does so far with these broadheads. I just i I've liked them so far. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super easy to tune my bow with these broadheads um, and they fly super good. You know, they're almost, they fly like a field point. Yeah. Uh, they fly super good. So far, I'm just going to stick with them. I I like that. And, you know, maybe this is a point for like mechanicals, but like, I don't think you're going to break. I don't think you're going to break a bone on it. You think you'll go through a rib bone? Yeah. Okay. But like the shoulder, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go out there and try and blast through a fucking shoulder. No, and I don't think anyone. And I don't try to do that with deer. I know some people that you know they're drawn however much shooting a super heavy. Yeah, and they dude. Just punch. They're the just shoulder. trying to break a shoulder. I'm no. I'm no. Lung, lungs, heart, liver. Yeah. So they will die. Yeah. I don't know. Shoot whatever the fuck you want to shoot. Until give, it gives me a reason not to shoot these, mm-hmm. I'm just going to stick with these. Yeah, well, that was like these. That's what I shot my deer with last year. Dude, great. They just don't fly as well as like I would like them to. Yeah. But these little buggers. What are those again? The Annihilator. They fly pretty good. Yeah. It's a smaller, I mean, here. Easy. Just dropped it. A little bit smaller. Just flies a little better, too. Yeah. But no, they're flying good. Super dur- durable, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But no, I think shoot shoot whatever you want to shoot when it comes to broadheads. Whatever makes you happy, because I don't care. Yeah, just shoot whatever you want and don't fucking bitch yeah, me. Yeah, you, you know what? Let, let me look. The final word on broadheads. Shoot whatever you want to shoot, but don't blame the fucking broadhead when something goes wrong. You know what I mean? Shoot it in the guts. Don't blame the fucking broadhead. <laughs> yeah. Or when you do hit a fucking shoulder or something, or you whatever, you miss. Don't blame the fucking broadhead. Yeah. But okay. So let's uh let's talk about your new bow. 
Hanging up there on the wall looking all pretty. You know, it's not bad. Picked up a new bow, and it is a Matthews. And I also have to apologize for this. I used to talk some shit. Yeah, quite a bit, actually. You know, a lot. And, okay, to clarify, obviously, I knew they were good bows. Everyone shoots a Matthews. Even before I didn't, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'd always give everyone shit about it. The thing is, bows nowadays, all of them, are getting so good, right? They're all good. Honestly, to me, whatever one you're going to shoot the best, that's the one you should shoot. Yeah. Whichever one feels the best, whichever one you like the best. You know what I mean? Yep. Who gives a shit what it is? That's the one you need to shoot. So I went in and shot a few bows. I shot the new Hoyt. Shot the new Matthews, shot the PSE, um, even shot a Prime. Did you shoot the uh, the Levitate? Yes. That they also had the other one, the Mach, or some Mach Mach thirty four. That one, that yeah. one, I think. Yeah. Th- shot those two for PSE. What was Hoyt's the not Ventum? They call it like the VTM or the yeah. I don't know if that means the same thing. Uh, yeah. Because the Hoyt I have, I still have it. The Ventum 33 was V-E-N-T-U-M. Now they're just labeled V-T-M. And shot their new bow. I did not shoot their new carbon bow. Didn't want to spend the money anyways. Fuck no, dude. I don't think it's worth it. What? It's lighter, right? Yeah. All you're doing is adding so much freaking weight to it once you buy it. What? Well, and I like a heavier bow anyways. It helps with stable, stabling your hand, you know, your draw, aim, draw, whatever you want to say, in my opinion. But no, shot this one, and it was pretty much between the new Hoyt, the aluminum bow, and the, whatever it was, and this one. And I kind of figured I was shooting this one better, felt comfortable, and then I was shooting between the 33 and the 29, and I just mm-hmm. like that bigger... I guess string angle as well would be at full draw. It's more forgiving, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. And I also got I got a pretty long draw. So What is your draw? 29. Yeah. But no. Um I like it. They're good bows. What uh what side do you have on it? Uh it's black gold single pin slider just like yours. I ended up going with all their attachments that are not cheap. Yeah, but, all the dovetails that slide right into the riser. Yep, they're, what do they call it, the bridge lock? Yeah. And then did their new stabilizers, did their quiver. I like it, man. It's like, I don't think I'm going to be buying a new bow for a while. I'll put it that yeah, way. Hopefully you don't have to. I didn't have to. This time around, I just, I don't know, kind of wanted to. I was <laughs> I was flirting the idea of it. I'm like, yeah, let's yeah. go check them out. And sure enough. But no, um, I like it, dude. It's smooth. It's very forgiving. I guess yeah. the, the biggest thing between that and the old bow we're shooting, I really noticed the draw cycles. Like, I feel like I can feel, like with this Matthews, I can feel it all the way back, and then I, you know, hit my wall. Mm-hmm. I felt like on my other bow, it was like, I don't know, one I felt like the back walls were just different. One was more spongy, and the other one was really hard when you hit it. 
Yeah. Now, I'm not saying like not spongy in a bad way, just I can feel it and get back. You know what I mean? Like I felt like on my Hoyt, I'd come back and it was like, I don't know how to explain it. I really don't. I'm You just like, you like this one. I like the, the way feel. it feels a yeah. lot better. I like the feel of this, the draw cycle on this Matthews. Yeah. And it's super forgiving. Like I've always shot fast bows too. Is this the fastest bow? No. Like I think what we shot it through the chronograph or whatever you call it. 286, 285. Mother bow was 302. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Like it was cooking. Now, sure, like everyone wants to shoot the fast bow, right? And guilty is charged. But you don't like realize how many how much more forgiving a bow is when you're more around that mark, that 285, 286, whatever. Like there's just more room for error. Error. Like if you mm-hmm. screw up, you might miss by you might miss difference. by a couple inches. If you screw up shooting a super fast bow, it can be eight to ten inches quick. You know what I mean? But no. I really enjoy it so far. I've killed with it. Shot that. Yeah, you shot that yeah, turkey. That one. That one hanging up is the one you killed. Yeah, that's him. That's my first bird. It's a good looking fan. <sighs> Thanks. Yeah. I've been. Who uh who killed those ducks over there? Yours fucking truly. No shit. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> Why do you think I do you think I just stole two random birds and I didn't know put them somebody, on the wall? you know, let you no. hang them up in the podcast room. No, no, no. Okay, we're getting off topic here. That's the bow, that's the setup what we're running with. Arrow, we've ran through it a thousand times. Rip TKO, shooting an annihilator up front. I think total weight around there was I think about what yours was. Going on from there, last thing I kind of want to touch on. What are your goals and expectations come September. Oh, that's a good one. Um, what do you, obviously I've got high goals, but my expectations aren't necessarily super high. High hopes. Um, the goal obviously is to kill something. Now I don't care whether it's a spike, a six by six or a fucking cow. Don't really care. That's the route you're going. I just want to kill something. Yeah. If it's an elk, I just want to kill something, experience what that's like. So are you shooting a cow on day one? Day one, probably not. See, that, that that's where I'm at with it too, because I feel like so many people like go out there with the biggest mindset. I'm gonna kill the freaking big old six by six herd bull. Well, maybe. But probably not. Yeah. Like the chances are slim. So you kind of got to... Odds are not in your face. You got to set realistic goals. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, everybody wants to kill the biggest freaking bull on the mountain. Not going to happen for everybody. It just doesn't. So, okay, I got to ask again. Cow on day one? Probably not day one. More like uh, day three. You know, I might might sling an arrow. Cow day three? (laughs) Okay. I just want to kill something. I'm with you because I... It's kind of stupid to say, you know how guys like during deer season are always like, uh, oh, hunting for the meat. And you're like, yeah, right. You fucking retard. You're not. I honestly think I can say I'm kind of hunting for the meat. 
the the meat and just the experience. Yeah, what it's like. Like, I would rather go home with a cooler full of elk meat and a cow versus eating a tag. Yeah, that's just me. We've also never done it before. Yeah, we don't have a freezer full of elk meat. Like that's what I'm honestly. That's like my goal is to f- cliche fill a freezer. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's so cliche to say that, but dude, that's that's what I want to do. Now, am I going to shoot a cow day one? Probably not. Day five, probably. Yeah. Now, realistically, I'm just hoping to see some elk. You know, get into a little bit of elk and. Have fun, really. I mean, hear some bugle, um, you know, have a chance at calling one in if we can, you know, and and that's really about it. I just want to, you know, be in some elk. Well, and that's the thing too. We're going, we're going right, and I, we guys, we got to touch on that. I think that's the biggest thing we're lacking is our mapping. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get into that. Well. Just like you're getting into all this other shit a little late. A little we late. We got time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got but nothing but time. What I'm saying is, what I'm trying to say is, we can go to a spot and we might not see a freaking thing. The elk might have been there the week before, or they might be here the week after, or they might not even be there at all. Like, what I do like, what we are doing, we're going with what there's four of us. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know this, but. We're not going to be able just to all truck around the woods together, to get, like all together. It ain't going to be a line of guys. I think splitting into groups of two, you know, find the elk, stay in touch with everybody. Like just, you know what I mean? Yeah. It'll give us a little better opportunity. Because yeah. we also got, you kind of got to be ready to pick up and leave. Like there's got to be plans, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and so on. Yeah. Because... If you don't have backup plans and you hike in eight miles and this is the plan and you get back there and there's nothing, three, four days, there's nothing. Then you hike out of there. Shit, your hunt's half over. Mm-hmm. Like seven to 10 days is not a very long time. It's really not. And I plan, I, we have our date set. I plan on either leaving on like the 7th or the 8th and I'll, I can stay till the 19th or 20th. Like, I'm going to stretch it as much as I can. Yeah. And I can even, I need to talk to my dad and brother. They're going with us. Because um, I've, you know, I've got so many vacation days that is going to cover what we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. But I've also got sick days needed if if we needed to extend it just a, a few more days. For sure. And it, as, I don't know, it's going to go quick is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, as you know what I'm saying, like, there can be days where you're 10, 11, 12 miles into a day and it feels like a super long day, but at the end of it, your hunt can be over before you know it. And I just think we need to be absolutely ready for everything. Yeah. We'll definitely have more backup plans than that mule deer hunt. Definitely. For sure. And just, and also that's the thing too, like what we're doing in August, going to get familiar with the area, like. We need to drive around and cover as much of it as possible. And you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Try to find your vantage points and whatnot. And just be prepared for all, for shit to hit the fan. Yeah. Because it never goes the way you want it to. Rarely does it, you know? So for me, 
Obviously, the goal, the hope, is to shoot an elk. Obviously, you want it to be a bull. But I won't bitch if it's a cow. And then expectations, like, realistically, find the find some elk. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to shoot an elk. How easy that's going to be, I don't know. I'm going to have 10 to 12, 13 days to figure it out. You think? Uh, do you think your dad and brother would say the same? Oh, yeah. Because my, it, well, my brother more he'd probably, you know, he's got fucking high expectations. He he wants to shoot a big bull probably. My dad does not give a shit. Yeah, he's my dad's just there to for the experience, have fun. Everyone wants to shoot a big bull, but once again, it's Colorado over the counter. That's hard enough for one like to fill one tag. We're going with four. Our chances increase, but your chances of filling all four tags. Probably not as good as filling one tag. You know what I mean? That's where I'm at with it. Gonna keep training for it, shooting for it, working for it. See what happens. It's gonna be here quick. Dude, I even cut down drinking. Did you? Yeah. You know, since like the wedding, Mm -hmm. I haven't drank. Really? Mm -hmm. I had, and I got to take that back just a little bit because I did have a couple beers on the 4th. 4th of July. Mm Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. I'm just taking shit that serious. Mm-hmm. Drinking protein shakes, you know what I mean? Like, just because you're going to lose weight too. Yeah. You're going to l- lose weight hiking that many miles a day, eating not the greatest of foods. Like, you try to get your calorie intake, you know, 2,000, 2,500 calories a day, whatever it ends up being, but you're still going to lose weight. Yeah. Yep. It's going to come quick. Um, and unfortunately, this summer, well, really this year has been so busy with like weddings and bunch of bullshit, and it doesn't. Fortunately, it does not slow down. So, I've got a, I've got a wedding at the end of this month. I've got a bachelor party this month. Um, luckily, nothing in August. But July, July is pretty busy still. But. But there's nothing in August, and how about September? September, there's a there's a wedding, mm-hmm. um, the day before we leave, and then two weeks later, there's another wedding that I, I'm in. Both of those weddings, there goes wedding, elk hunt, wedding. No comment. No comment. Ask how many yeah. weddings I have. <clears throat> how many weddings do you have? Uh, my sister's getting married in October. There's a fat chance i don't make that one <laughs> just because it's deer season if i got a, oh, you'll if, be there you want to bet if i got a reason not to be there you'll be there not if i got a sh- shooter buck day your daylight mom, your mom will fucking have your balls i'll show up after with a fucking deer in the back of the truck i don't care maybe i'm a dick for that maybe i'm not i also plan on well, getting, you are a dick but i plan on getting married in a courthouse dude that's all i need yeah you know your dog can be the witness. I found this out the other day. I was like gonna like have to figure out like tell my brother to come. I'll just take the dog. Jesus. <laughs> All right. I think we're good, yeah? Yeah. I think so. All right. Anything else, uh anything else you wanna say? Well, uh, little words of inspiration for guys who got tags coming up August, September? Well, not really. Just uh just put the work in and be prepared. That's about it. Yep. For sure. Keep keep training, keep working, keep shooting your bow. Do everything yeah. you can to just get ready. Get ready.
Good. Yeah. Let's, All go, right. let's go shoot some bows. For sure. Thanks for uh thanks for doing the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's a good time. <laughs> you know it. All right, guys. I appreciate you listening to this week's episode of the Midwest Hines Hunt Podcast. I gotta come up with something different, man. I say the same thing at the end of every episode, but hey, we'll catch you next time. See ya. From nothing, I figured it out. They say when I sing, I'm the voice of the South. Get thanks to the Lord, cause I'm making it out. I can't believe I'm living my dream. Early morning flights, the skies are filled up with these whistling wings. Slice that dreams are made of. Look at God's creation. Dust coming in as we struggle to load. Kid number two is a hell of a load. Shots going off every drop in the hole. It's so cold in my car, keeps sticking. I'm being precise with the notes I'm picking. My lead is true, so no duck, I'm missing. Full choke, so I'm good at a distance. I shoot a retake, I shoot a, I shoot a retake I shoot a retake, I shoot a, I shoot a retake Brush up the blind, ain't wasting no time, yeah, we gotta grind Get in the trees and bring a few digs and pass them to me Ain't no Beyonce but these ducks in formation